Sky Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning of Inter-Dominion 2022 week. Uh, All roads leading to Melton on Saturday evening with the two Grand Circuit features for the Trotters and the Pacers. Midway through the night, the Trotters will be race number five on the 10-race card with the Pacing Series now culminating in race number seven for $500,000 with half the field representing New South Wales. Markets are open for the entirety of that card of racing on Saturday night. A quick look at them before we catch up with Jack Callaghan, who's going to play an important role in the card. Trotting final-wise, which, as I mentioned, is race number five. Queen Alita is your favourite. She opened at two forty, got into one ninety, now back out to $2.00. There's been a sprinkling of support in the last few days for Just Believe. He's second elected 460. Mafasa Metro's been quite easy, 320 out to $5. Majestuoso, 450 out to 550 And then a jump out to $23 or better, headed by Parisian Artiste. In the pacing division, Honolulu Bay has been your favourite for the last few days. Act now originally opened up post barrier draw as the favourite, but Honolulu Bay has had the most steady support for him. He's 290. Act now 225 out to $3. The best of the New South Wales runners in terms of market order is Expensive Ego, and he's also been best backed all week long. $11 was first initially posted. You can now grab $650 as the best fixed odds price about him. MacDan, 12 into 10. We know him well as a Newcastle Mile winner from earlier this year. Spirit of St. Louis, a little easy, 11 out to 14. But Bundoran, $71 initially available for the Amanda Turnbull trained and driven gelding. We caught up with Amanda yesterday morning. He's got gate 7 to overcome, but he's been $71 into $14. I cast no shadow next best at $15. So as mentioned, the entirety of that card available with tab fixed, including the Australasian Young Drivers Championship heat, which is race number two. Cam Hart representing New South Wales this week. He hasn't had the best start to his series, sitting just uh, below midfield at the present time as we're at about the halfway point. But he heads to Maryborough today uh, in race number five. Is a heat where he's got a nice enough chance on paper. Bendigo tomorrow evening before that series wraps up at Melton on Saturday night. So Cam's going to have a busy few days here in Victoria. We do have Penrith racing this evening. Eight races there. The first gets underway at 6.12. And not only will Jack Callaghan be driving there tonight, but he'll also be driving at Newcastle tomorrow night with those uh, regional Breeders Challenge finals, and then he'll make tracks to Victoria to jump back aboard Spirit of St. Louis in that Inter-Dominion pacing grand final, and he's been kind enough to find some time for us this morning. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Rich. I'm very well. Thanks yourself. Very well. Thank you. Let's cut to the chase and discuss Spirit of St. Louis first and foremost. We know uh, that he's, well, you and he have struck up a, a real partnership over the last 12 months or so. He makes Another Inter-Dominion Grand Final on Saturday evening. And I guess if we head back to a week ago, you would have been uh, in a great mindset with this horse. But things went a little pear-shaped at Geelong on Saturday night. What went wrong? Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened uh, the other night. He, he seemed knowing himself in the warm-up and things like that. And uh, just couldn't really quicken when... Uh, the rest of the field did, so a bit of a head scratcher. But he's, um, you know, had all the veterinary checks throughout the, this week, and 
um, from all reports, he's come through the run fine and his work's been really good since. So uh, we're just going to have to go into this race and just last week didn't happen and hopefully he improves back to himself. Was it a case of there was just nothing there when you asked for it or did you sense when you made that move uh, three wide through the middle stages that maybe it wasn't as sharp as you'd like him? Oh, not really. When I came out to make that move, he dashed right around him quite quickly uh, like he usually does. And then uh, just from about the 600, he uh, never really travelled from then on. So um, he pulled up with a bit of a higher heart rate than usual. Um, and was a bit slow, slower to recover as well. So um, whether he just had something little niggling in him, I'm not too sure. You would have been happy with the barrier draw without being thrilled, I'd say, on Monday evening. He's got the four gate. Uh, you've got a fair bit of gate speed to your inside, but it certainly gives you some options, your initial reaction. Yeah, as you said, it's a fairly good draw without being great. Um, you know, we're back now on a little bay and also casting a shadow or drawing inside him. They've all got really good gate speed, so um, probably a little bit tricky to initially map where we're going to be, but, um, you know, definitely could have been a lot worse. In terms of the the speed map, I know you would have had a, a pretty deep dive already and had probably plenty of thoughts as well as to how you think this race will play out. What have you landed upon uh, at this point in time, as in where everybody lands after the first four or 500 metres? Well, I think... Uh... Uh, Honolulu Bay will be coming out fairly strong um, over the longer trip. I think Cast No Shadow will be happy to take a trail pretty early on. And um, initially, I thought that Honolulu Bay will probably hand up to Ack now, but um, you know, Emma as well as David have both said that they'll probably want to hold the front Honolulu Bay, so that that makes things a bit interesting. But um, you know. Either of those scenarios will probably be handy enough to them. As much as I guess there's going to have to be some extent of you asking Spirit of St. Louis off the gate, I guess you'll be hoping that they really crack it on early because that should allow you to slot into a position nice and close to the speed without doing too much. Yeah, that's right. We'll just be able to be handy there without doing too much. And, you know, even if we're probably left without cover for the first little bit. Um, you know, a horse like Expensive Ego is going to be put into the race and uh, it should be an honest run race. So hopefully, you know, we're close enough without doing too much work. It looks a field of, you know, 10 or 11 genuine winning hopes. Maybe the, the entirety of the field can win this race without completely surprising. We saw uh, a, a result like that last year. But if you had to pinpoint one horse from what you've seen through the series and, and I guess how the barrier draw plays out, who is the horse to beat in this year's Inter-Dominion Grand Final? Uh, I'd probably say Honolulu Bay. He's been able to win all different ways throughout the series and um, seems to you know, being a great headspace and really in top form, so I'd say he'd be the one to beat. You've got a few other drives on Saturday night as well. You've picked up the steer on Sanday in race number three, driving for Andy Gath for the first time. And also you'll have your old mate Ultra Orlando in the consolation. He was probably 
unlucky not to qualify for this year's Inter-Dominion Grand Final. There hasn't been too many Grand Circuit races uh, in the last little while that he hasn't taken part in, but he was fairly luckless there on Saturday night at Geelong. So you would expect from a nice trailing draw here uh, in the consolation, he'll make his presence felt too. Yeah, no doubt. He was been unlucky not to get into this final field. Um, and said he's been in all the Grand Circuit races of the last few years, so um, he looks a really strong chance in this consolation and um, he's got a handy enough draw off the back row, so I'd, I'd expect him to run a really big race. It looks as though he gave you a bit of curry there on Saturday night at Geelong. He, he's still got those quirks about him, doesn't he? Yeah, no doubt he, he's still got, a, got all those quirks, as you said, and um, you know, the closer the courses do a really good job with him for the most part and um, you know, obviously they're not used to him down at in Melbourne as the ones in Sydney are but so he, he can uh, play up from time to time but um sure it's not an issue going forward. You've got those drives at Penrith this evening, as I mentioned. Let's discuss a, a few of them, quite a few on horses that, that you regularly drive. So, uh, And you've got a, a few pretty ordinary draws to contend with early on in the night as well. So we won't run through all of them. But Cashrang Smoker is a horse that looks at a decent chance in race number one on the card. Again, uh, he's in a horse that you drive regularly, but has been fairly consistent in recent times. And this doesn't look the strongest race that he's contested. So despite the second row draw, what sort of chance do you give Cashrang Smoker in the opener at Penrith? Yeah, I think it'll be a fairly good chance. He, as you said, pretty consistent and this looks a suitable grade for him. Just draw, drawing a bit awkward over the mark, but uh, Penrith isn't always easy, but for sure mix them up early with a little bit of gate speed there and, um, you know, if they go solid enough first quarter, that'll bring him into it for sure. Race number four, uh, you're teaming up with Roy Roots Jr. on quite a few occasions this evening, but I thought better than Federer probably looked your best chance. You'd teamed up with this horse two runs ago, and despite there being a sixth uh, in the numerical form lines, I thought his run was really positive. So from a good draw tonight, uh, you probably looked to, to find yourself in a fairly forward position here. Yeah, no doubt. He'll, he'll be going forward. He's got good speed, so hopefully we can find the front and That'll be a massive positive around Penrith. Um, he's been racing really well. As you said, his numbers aren't, you know, quite as good, but I think his form's actually been a bit better than that. So we'll be driving him pretty positive and hoping he can take that out. Then you've got a select book tomorrow night at Newcastle in uh, a few of those Breeders' Challenge regional finals. You'll take part in both the three-year-old division. Halsey Nicole is uh, still a maiden. Uh, she's raced in pretty good company, though, in her short career. She was third in her heat last time out. She's back in the draw, but she probably hasn't really been helped a great deal by that because she finds herself drawn out a little bit. But she's going to win a race shortly. Can it be tomorrow night at Group 3 level? She'll probably need a few things to go her way to take this out, Britt, but uh, she's definitely the ability to do it. Uh, I, I thought her heat run was probably a little bit flat for what we expected. Um, her first few starts in her career were really good, just didn't have a lot of luck and had a few seconds to start with, and then she had no luck in the Breeders' Blue final either. So um, she's had a couple of weeks in between the heat and the, 
and tomorrow to freshen up a bit. So just from that awkward game, it's a bit hard to see where she maps, but um, if, you know, the splits go away, she could run the top four. And Muscle Bart looks really, really well placed despite a, a wide second row draw. We know that he was third in the Queensland Derby earlier this year and behind Leap to Fame, not beaten all that far. So this looks like a very winnable contest for him. Uh, again, you're probably just going to need a thing or two to go your way, but he was great in his heat when he had to really roll the sleeves up. Yeah, I was really impressed with his heat running. Hadn't had a lot of work going into that, so he should take a fair bit of improvement and you know, I think he's the best horse in the field, but just from that awkward gate, he'll, you know, need a few things to go his way. So, um, you know, still expecting to uh, take a lot of beating. You're taking part in your second Inter-Dominion on Saturday evening. How's this week been? Do you still uh, get nervous when these big races roll around? I would assume the Inter-Dominion's fairly high on your list, despite being a New South Wales boy and the Miracle Mile being there as well. But uh, how how are you feeling heading into Saturday night? I guess particularly with those few little question marks over your steer, do you feel nervous? Do you just want to get out there and get it over and done with? Uh, what are you thinking towards Saturday? Uh, no, I'm pretty relaxed about it all, Britt. I've been lucky enough to be in a fair few Grand Circuit races now and, um, you know, coming back home after the last heat and just back in the normal routine of working and racing, so not really thinking about it too much and just enjoying being part of it again. Well, best of luck, not only there at Melton on Saturday evening, but also with a few key drives over the next few days, particularly in those New South Wales Breeders Challenge regional finals. Thanks for your time this morning, and, yeah, best of luck there on Saturday night. Very much, Brett. Jack Halligan there joining us this morning for On The Pace. So he'll partake in another Inter-Dominion there on Saturday evening. He struck up this great relationship with Spirit of St. Louis this year and it would be a real cherry on top if they could tick off another Group 1 together and at Grand Circuit level in our greatest race, the Inter-Dominion. Really looking forward to the next few days. There'll be plenty of coverage of ID22 here on Sky Sports Radio and we wish all connections of the New South Wales based runners, New South Wales owned runners, all the very best of luck on Saturday evening. He is hoping we can bring that trophy back to New South Wales for the pacing division once more as it was won last year by Bonsell Benjamin. Thanks for joining us for On the Pace this morning. Penrith this evening is where we focus in the not too distant future. Eight races there and plenty of winners to be found.